G'day punters, welcome to the mailbag powered by punningform.com.au, the uh, leading, the only, basically the only database in horse racing. We all use it, you should too. Um, we're going to preview the group races, the good races in Perth, Ascot. Um, no one's allowed in there, Peter's not allowed out, but there's good horses there, there's good <laughs> racing to be bet upon, and we're going to do it. If you want to bet every single race on Saturday, race by race, accountable unit of betting advice, at betting advice with Pistol Pete. Head to themailbag.com.au and get yourself sorted. We're also going to try and find a winner at Pakenham. I can't believe it. You probably can't either. But if you're you know, a part-time participant, we are actually have a Saturday Metro meeting at Pakenham again this year. Um, there's a little bit of narrative, though, a little bit of, little bit of flavor. J-Car's back. She comes back tomorrow. Mornington Valley doubleheader. Also could make up that she rides Dirty Deeds at Mooney Valley on Friday night for Simon Zara, who's gone out on his own. Good luck to you, Simon. Um, and great booking. Thank you. We appreciate the narrative. Um, she's back, Peter. I know I've had to have a chat to Jackson about keeping it together. I haven't actually talked to you yet because you're not making betting decisions over here for the for the brand and the team. But I know you like to do a little bit of your own wagering in Victoria. How excited are you? I'm so excited because I have barely placed a bet in Victoria since J-Car was suspended. Yep. And She's now here she is person. just here to clean up, you know, summer series. Got the 100%. good jockeys. You know, who, who knows where they are? I think she's one of the greats, and she's going to be very, 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 like, hungry. Look, jockeys, I suppose, seven days a week, they are actually actually are, like, physically hungry. But, I mean, she's going to be hungry to to take back her throne as the the big dog of Victorian horse racing. Can you imagine in what the riding ranks. if she like comes back and rides, say like, you know, 10 winners in the first fortnight, the narrative that will then build, can J car win the jockeys premiership after missing three months? All the people who sort of probably thought, geez, we put a little bit too much pressure on her last time. They yeah. will just go straight back into their old ways. You think? Absolutely. We are not going to preview any races on this show at Mooney Valley, but we will have mounting yard mail for each and every race. That's accountable unit betting advice delivered to your app. Um, head to themailbag.com.au if you want to get Jackson's mounting yard mail uh, and our betting decisions. Uh, Peter, should we start at Pakenham or should we start at Ascot? Clearly the better racing is at Pakenham, so we should start at Ascot. Okay, let's do it. Ascot race three. Is that where we're kicking off, my man? A benchmark 72, the Amelia Park, over 1,100 metres. Yes, indeed. Um, interesting race. I reckon you could probably attack this from about five or six different ways. There'll be people who want to be with written matter. We were with it first up. We already got the cash out of it. Um, interesting that it had heat, heat stress on the day, still managed to win. I'm not exactly sure how much more to come from that horse going second up. I know it did win second up last preparation, but... It sort of went really strong through the line. I thought there might have been a little bit more of a flat spot there over the last 200. But Yeah, well, wouldn't heat stress probably be a good thing? Like, I, I ran 6 minute 20Ks, don't laugh, and I felt like I was going to die. Uh, I got heat stress that day, and I think I got it again this morning, and I ran 6 minute 10Ks. So if I was a horse, I've improved. Yes, indeed. And that's sort of the spectrum from which I view most things in life now as, like, as a thoroughbred. If you're a horse. If I was a horse, what kind of, yeah, let's not get ourselves in trouble. Yep. Anyway, back to race three, Peter, sorry. Uh, I just don't like the map for written matter this time. This is a really tricky map for a lot of these horses outside of the fact that Jackie boy, Zeeble, will roll forward with Kenny Luck on the outside of it. Uh, Zeeble has 
really gassed itself over the last 200, the last two starts, both starts so far this preparation. Drops back to 1100. Chrissy Parnham jumps on board. He'll be able to lead this. I just think he ticks a lot of boxes. I think he's going to be the one that will be there, get a little break into the straight and everyone else. I don't know where they'll be in run because they'll all be thinking the first 100, 200 metres going, oh, I need a position here. I need to find cover. Zeeble will be off and gone. I'm with Jack. So this is like a, this is a young Jack Zeeble because if you listen to the barefoot punter, Cam Dean's big on Jack Zeeble who will be out the back getting a cheap kick. Yeah, exactly. No intent, snickered all to Danley. Yep. yep. So we're rolling forward. This is a young Jack. Jack Zebel will lead. Grass. That's we're all we need. It. But I'm not really sure what the market does here. Like I'm, I'm happy to take a bit of a price early. We're getting five fifty or so, and if it drifts, I'll have some more on late. That's how. That's how I roll. Bet the drift. Right. Uh, race five is a fourteen hundred meter weight for age group three. The rail's at eight meters to Ascot. Please advise what that means. Um, now I rolled. I just see a lot of familiar names here. Yes. A lot of names that I've come to know and love yes. in Perth. One, a little bit more than others. One that sits a little bit closer to my heart than other horses, and that's because it's yours. That's number seven, Salaya. Yep. The the boys who really watch in our in our sort of big team now, there's a, le- a fair bit of lead in the pencil amongst the boys about this horse. Is Saturday going to be the day? Well, she draws to sit leaders back, otherwise known as the coffin, otherwise known as the box seat. Depends if you bet or not, or just call them. Yeah, indeed. Although, Uh, imagine how much trouble the race call are getting. He's in the coffin. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Play on. I think the big thing here is that we're getting a price of Salaya because she is racing outside the handicap. Now, this is one of those great races where she goes up to wait for age for the first time whereas she's previously been running in fillies and mares and three-year-old races, and everyone's saying, oh, she's giving away, what, however many kilos, 11, 10 kilos, blah, 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 according to the weight scale. Now, we don't necessarily focus on that here at the mailbag. You take it into account to a certain degree, depending on what sort of position and run they'll be in. This is not going to be a high-tempo race. Massimo will lead. I don't think there'll be too much other pressure in the race going forward. And it comes down to what are her benchmark figures and are they good enough to be posing a threat? I think they are. And you're getting $19 to find out, which is an outstanding price. What price are we getting about Stage Man, who just on a glimpse in this race, which I am only glimpsing, and I'm certainly not going to step on your toes, Peter. But Pike goes on. Yep. I'm looking through the form. I'm look, The SPs are pretty strong, but I'm looking Elite Street. Like if it didn't, is it known that it bled? Yeah, yeah. It, bled. it didn't bleed last start. It wins at Group One, uh, and then it also ran ran into Graceful Girl last start, well, which was that same race. Yep. So that's on it. Like Pike on Barrow One, small field. I'm getting a little bit excited. Small query for me to fourteen, and also Gate One. It doesn't have great gate speed. Pike doesn't necessarily get along with this horse either. He said it quite publicly that he's <laughs> he's not totally enamoured with riding this horse. Uh, it will probably be last offence and needing to pogo stick Pike his way out of this. So, what does Uncle Bob say to him when he says, "I don't like this horse"? I, I don't know. That's a really good question. I imagine Bob says, "Ah, oh, well, I don't have any other runners in the race, so just do your job." Just how about you just sit on it and yeah. get to work? 
Anyway, it's that really... Sounded, that sounded dirtier than it was meant to be. Yeah, it, it wasn't. Um, look, Comfort Me is going... It's just absolutely flying, that horse. Can't knock it. Price is about right now. Vela Road was three wide, no cover in the railway. Probably ends up similar, if not last. Not sure. Um, Red Can Man going well, but again, isn't at its level already. You're not really getting any price on anything here, so I'm more than happy to just back my own horse, have a decent owner's bet, and she's good enough. I'll get. I think she's going to get every possible to just continue to, to glimpse as you as you um, dribble and yarn about the race. Like yeah. Massimo is like the track and trip horse. You're thinking it's going to have its back. It's like four dollars fifty in this market. Sometimes, like I get a little bit worried, Lucy Warwick Coffin, but. Yeah, she might not ever, ever ever get past Massimo. It's certainly not like it's going to. It's it's favourite to kick and let yep. her out, not not stop and and ruin our race. So, another tick for the Salaya fans each way all day. Peter, what's yes. the next race before we touch on the um the big one? Uh, race six, race six, another race where there will be plenty of opinions. There's lots of different ways that you can attack this race. You know, flying missile going well steps back up to fourteen hundred, which I'm a little bit against. Last start for me off that slower tempo just suggested that might have been an end of run, end of uh, prep run that one just really peaked over the last two hundred. Um, you know other horses in the race, real danger will get back. Lewa's going well, but the market hasn't missed. Ace Fire stepping up in class, so to speak. Uh, figures have been okay. Probably needs to find a couple more. Look, I think the horse that is all X factor here, and again at a bigger price, is Sparkling Blue, the nine. We were with this horse last start. It's only, that's the only time it's failed. Yep. Could really be three from three. I love the step up to 1,400. Love it. And as long as the track's playing remotely even, look, I'm expecting you'll play on speed early. Depends on how... Yeah, if there's a stronger wind than what's forecast, it might play a little bit longer than that, but I'm expecting you'll be relatively even by this stage of the day. A sparkling blue, I just think, has a bit more X factor than a lot of these rivals. And again, fourteen dollars is a great price to find out. I've got it closer to that eight fifty mark. Um, maybe a slightly sticky gate, but I'm not anticipating again a great deal of speed in this race. I think they'll find the positions early, and then I'll just hack along. Need some momentum. Wide gate should be perfect for that going into the straight. So for me, sparkling blue, great price to uh, find out how good this horse is. Oh, I love this. Righto. Race 8, Kingston Town, 800 metres, Group 1, wait for age. Will we see a Cox Plate runner come out of this race this year? We should. Uh, look, the, the, the gate's not necessarily the easiest of all time. You've got Trap for Fools and Too Close to Sun from 7 and 10, which should roll forward. Western Empire, I think Pike will just follow them across because the horse does jump quite well. Just might be a few nervous moments early if they're not going particularly quick. The 1800 can be a bit of a sticky start because it's on the corner, just coming out of the corner, going into the back yeah. straight. So you have does to roll Does he like forward. this horse? Has he said he likes this one? He does like this like one. As a, as, a, as a bloke, as a horse? You'd have to be insane not to like this one. It's possibly... Well, boring. we know how much they love cash, don't we? Yeah, indeed. Um, and well, not all a... of them. Some of them would rather hang out in cupboards, but... Most of them love cash, and Western <laughs> Empire's earn park a lot of cash. A cash machine. Um, yeah, look, only dramatic bad luck beats this horse. Beautiful. Enough said. I think we've got some um, nice options there if you've listened for Ascot on Saturday. But again, if you want to get it race by race, Mounting Yard Mail Saturday, Peter? Yes, indeed. Eyes on ponies, Pistol Pete. Mm. 
I love it. And right minimum on. bet laws now. Minimum bet laws from 9am. Glorious stuff. Glorious stuff. You're well and truly back. Let's quickly touch on Packenham. Which, here we go. Um, I swore I'd never bet at again last Thursday, and here we are, literally seven days later. I'm only going to have one bet. Um, one bet for the show here. It's race eight. It's an open race, uh, open set weights, penalties, blah, blah, blah. 400 metre, 1400 metre race. Now, year long January, uh, I thought the trials were average or at least hard to read, sort of ridden, but then stopped when not ridden in the second one. It was a mile off. Uh, Maybe Sir Callahan in the first one it was okay. It wasn't us to do anything. Yeah. Um, it's favourite here. So then, and it, it, Peter, which is a starting point, I think it has to be a starting point when you think about, which is, it's a stupid thing to think to do. But if you do think about betting at Packenham, which I'm saying is a dumb thing to do <laughs> almost always, um, <laughs> you want to try and find a horse, particularly if it's had, say, you know, five or seven starts that's shown you something that says, hey, I don't mind racing at Packenham because I'm convinced it's almost like it's a different like atmosphere or there's a different grass or it's, it's something's different and Packenham horses go well at Packenham. So it's one of the ones that does. That don't like the trial. There's another horse here that has two starts at Packenham for two wins. Polar. And you, you wouldn't Jake believe Hunt. it. It's, it's actually Jake the Hunt. horse to follow <laughs> if you read the mailbag content the other day. This horse was enormous when not suited. Brett Preble rode uh, second up behind Duchess of Dorset, who's been a very good horse to us and a very good horse to anyone who would have owned it and backed it. It's, it's a really nice nice horse for this time of year, Duchess of Dorset. Um, third up now, Stokes, back to the home track, which is a tick. If a horse hasn't raced at Packenham and it's Stokes back to the home track, El Heidi last Thursday night, that's a tick. But this horse is already two from two. At the track. Oh, hang on. Jay Carr on. Huge tick. I think this thing's a, a bet and a half. I really do. I, I think maybe you could knock that it like failed third up last prep, but it was up and trip. They were obviously trying to get up and trip last time. Um, previous start was behind Hindam, who was a pretty good horse. Um, Jay Carr sits. Jay Carr's... Um, one from three on this horse. She's ridden it a few times. She knows what she she should have a good idea of this horse. I think it's a bet. I think you can have two hundred dollars on it, three fifty. Where the two hundred on last week we won, maybe week four as else as well we won. So have your bet on. If you want to bet more though, you want to bet all of Mornington tomorrow, all of Mooney Valley Friday Friday night. Head to the mailbag um, Download the app and we'll hold your hand all weekend long, all across Australia. Have a great weekend. Bet responsibly. But bet until it hurts. Bye for now. Just, just bet. No. Bet with us. Bye for now. Bet. Bye for now. Oh.